You're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. Support for Geek Speak on KDNK comes from Louie, the computer guy, providing Mac, PC and Mac repair, networking support, tutoring, and web design. Secure, informed, connected. Call Louie at 948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer from Roaring Fork Help Desk. And you are listening to Geek Speak. How's it going, Matt? Going well. Got a busy week on tap, huh? Yes, I certainly do. You like still hooking up LED lights for people and stuff? Or? Yeah, we actually have a uh, let's see here. We have a a party bus coming up next. Oh, that should be good. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. around here? Yes. Yeah. So okay. that's our next lighting extravaganza. Good. We'll have to put that on our our listeners' radar once it's done. They give them the URL where they can rent the party bus. Exactly. So, very nice. All right. Our number is 970-963-2976. Wow. <laughs> I almost gave him the last four of my cell number. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not quite the right. The human mind. So, yeah, no, 963-2976. Give us a call if you, have, uh, if you want to weigh in on any breaking technology news. Uh, if you have a new gadget you're having trouble configuring. If you have a new gadget that you love and you want to share it with the world. Um, if you have a new gadget that's not behaving itself and you want to know how to best put it out of its misery, um, we can help you with all that. Yes. So Because we have big hammers. And, yes. um, we yeah, we, we, we have uh, large adjusters, medium adjusters, small adjusters. Mm-hmm. But all those are hammers, by the way. Yep. So, yes, percussive maintenance is a good way to get rid of an item. Yep. So do you know what a um, high impedance air gap is? You know what that what that refers to? I'm guessing something a, a, a wire that's been struck by a, a cable. No, or, it's basically uh, just uh, means it's unplugged. <laughs> a high impedance air oh, gap. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> so Since and impe- then the thermal reconfiguration. You left it in your car, didn't you? It melted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. I don't know about you, but I have a burn mark on one of my seats. Actually, this car is a burn mark on one of my seats, and I guess it was one of those computers that uh, uh, they said, I think there's something wrong with the battery. It gets really hot, and uh, it apparently wasn't shut down when it got in my car. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, previously, I— Yeah, it's always always fun when you put a, a laptop in your backpack. Mm-hmm. And then you you go you know drive for forty five minutes or an hour you come out and it's like the whole thing is you know one hundred and thirty degrees you're like yeah. oh boy why didn't you go to sleep like I asked you to yeah definitely you're, you know the really good one I had a number of years ago was uh, I um, I left a can of uh, spray air in the back seat of my car and um, there's like to this day shrapnel embedded in the seat of that car. So I, I was really glad that I wasn't in there when it. So it managed to detonate. It, it, it went, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, they they have a little thing on there, Louis, that says "Do not." Uh, let's see, what is it? 120 degrees. Uh, you know, I stopped at the thing about "Do not concentrate and inhale contents." I just went, "Darn, darn," and just stopped reading. And I stopped reading, and yeah, it's so uh, yeah. That's just do, the way. It's like, do not intentionally. Uh, Whatever it is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Inhale, blah blah blah. Exactly. Yeah, don't do so. that, and don't leave it in your car. It where never it made any sense degrees. to me though, because it's supposedly just canned air, right? I mean, how can you get a buzz off of inhaling canned air? It's like I inhale air all the time. Well, it's not air. Okay, it's uh, tetrafluorothane. Oh, okay. So, which doesn't really so, which is the same thing as the AC system in in some cars. 
Oh, really? Yes. It's oh. a. But does it does it not destroy the uh, ozone layer? Yeah, it's a C, uh, CHC. Okay. So it's uh, a very similar chemical. Chlorohydrocarbon instead of a chlorofluorocarbon. Chlor- yeah, fluorohydrocarbon. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. So yeah, the fluorine the the fluoride is not in in oh. there anymore. So it has fluoride in it too. No, that so, was the oh, previous one. Okay, got it. All right. Or no, wait, tetrafluorothane. So yes, it does have fluoride. Okay, got it. Yeah. It so so if you concentrate it and inhale it, it'll not only do something to your, but it'll make you less intelligent. If you if you burn it, yeah. yes, it'll cut make yeah. chemicals that are very nasty. It'll it'll advance the Russians' ploy to capture your precious bodily it, fluids. Make, it'll make you want to use TikTok. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just just kidding. Nice. You know, it, it's it's funny how influential these social media platforms can be. And, you know, I, I can honestly say I've spent literally less than two minutes of my life on TikTok. I don't know about you. I mean. See, I watch some of the videos because they're on, on Reddit. So, okay. So I'll watch. So right. that's the extent of my interfacing with TikTok uh-huh. is because someone for who unknown, unknown reasons to me has decided to use TikTok as a hosting platform. Got it. For a, for a video of some okay. kind. All right. Well, at my wife's work, they had a whole rash. Somebody posted a TikTok video, and it basically was was asserting that um, if you get this particular type of rock and put it and keep it in your pocket, then that man or that woman who is the object of your desires will be drawn to you. And you know, and so it's this like real, I mean, like real convincing metaphysical message about you know if you buy this particular rock. So they had like a total run. <laughs> on this, I mean, it's like everybody coming in and, and like they're just sitting there behind the counter going, wait, th- these things have been sitting in the bowl for years. And so Not what's what's the scoop, you know? And uh-huh. uh, it got to the point where they had to put up a sign that uh, on their at the sales counter that says TikTok is not a reliable source. <laughs> so whenever somebody tries goes to buy one of those rocks, they, they have to um, grill them. And say, uh, have you, you know, did are, you're not buying this because you saw on TikTok that you're gonna get the object of your desires? Yeah. It didn't happen know, to be like so. uh, uh, uranium ore or something, right? No, no, it oh. wasn't that. Oh, no, that's not remember. fun. I can't remember what it was, but uh, anyway, oh, all right, call. we got a call. Somebody wants to shut me up. You're listening to Geeks. Oh, it's nice to know you guys are live again. Ah, hi. <laughs> Well, we were alive with Donna Dalton last week. Where I were know, you? Where were it. you? And okay. you guys talked so much that I couldn't even get in. <laughs> and you know who this is? The, yeah, this is Craig. How are you doing? This is the water wizard. Yes, one of them. Are you still a water wizard? Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Okay. Got yes, it. yes, I'm cleaning up the valley's water one house at a time. All right. Good. Good. <laughs> All right. But but don't look for me online under water wizard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my license plate, H2OWZRD. Okay. It was I, our I, early name in 98. All right. So. But I, I don't want to advertise because that's not uh, what this program is for. It's all good. It's all technology, man. Now, my so. question to you guys today is we've been use, we use Zoom Browser or Nikon Transfer for a long time for pictures and then one, and then to email them to people. We Both of them got weird. Plus, uh, um, Thunderbird and uh, Outlook want you to put them into a special thing so you can send them, none of which we want to do and none of which we – and we don't want to put things in, in the cloud because lots of things like Google and the like will say, well, if you put pictures in here, we can use them for anything we want. Yeah. So I'm 
I want to know from you guys if there's any free programs that you like for doing photo work, but specifically if you're not going to make adjustments, just to save your pictures and send them off to their friends and family. I was going to say, I, liked, I used to uh, use Picasa, but I don't really have a uh, something I call a replacement for that currently. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Um, there's some open source. Um, I mean, basically, you're looking for a, a photo library tool, it sounds like. Right. Yeah, because once we take pictures, we're not going to sit and change the color of the sky or or get somebody that we didn't like out of the picture. We're not looking to do that. We're just looking to store photos and then be able to send them off. Yeah. Well, you know, had you not set the trap of, like, uh, mentioning uh, Google before uh, I started to answer, I would immediately have gone, uh, Google Photos is a great way to do it. Um, and, uh, yeah, but if you read their thing, they say we can use your, you know, not to say that any of our photos are special. Uh-huh. But they do specifically say that these are these photos are ours once you give them to us. Yes, I, I know that. So and just because um, you're paranoid doesn't mean they won't use your photos. It doesn't mean they're not out to get you, right? Correct. So, um, so let's see here. Uh, Matt is googling uh, wildly as, no, as we speak. No, no pun intended. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I've been duck duck going. Have you? Okay. Um, Well, you know, uh, there are a number of different, um, I I mean, you you know, one way you could do it is you could, you could basically set yourself up with a a free WordPress site um, and choose a theme that's, that's really oriented towards photo albums. And, um, and then, you know, and then just basically have it be a private WordPress site. So only the people that you give the password, username and password to can get in. Is that user-friendly in terms of taking photos from that site and putting them into an email? Well, address? then you, just, you can then you can just send a send them a link to the to the picture that's hosted in WordPress. So you well, just, what we're looking for is to be able to actually send pictures, not to have them go to links. Yeah. Well, so so if somebody say say you go ahead and post a picture up to your WordPress site, and then you basically just put it on the radar of somebody that you want to see it or send them the link to the WordPress site and they log in, then them acquiring that photo is as simple as them right-clicking on it and saying, save photo as. Um, so um, I don't know if that, you know, it's certainly no, but- not as elegant as some of the other possi- possible solutions. But um, Well, we don't have a problem putting a picture. We're not talking about sending an album. We're talking about putting a picture of this or a picture of that into uh, an email uh-huh. without having to jump through um, Outlooks or Thunderbirds uh, things that go, well, we need to, you need to put this into something else, and then people need to go to here to get this. Uh-huh. You know, well, the main reason it's doing that is email. because the main reason it's doing that is that the, the attachment is exceeding their, um, their, their size. system size, which is, I think, 25 megs. Oh, we don't. Um, do, our like pictures that. aren't that big. Really? Normally. I wonder I mean, if you take it with a picture. If you take it with a phone, uh-huh. uh, an Android, um, say say a, a Moto G5. Yeah. How big is the picture? It gives you two options: large or small. And and regular yeah. is is normally is well under twenty five. Mm-hmm. 
and makes. well, that's crazy. So, I mean, even have you ever like? Are you trying to just send it straight off the phone, like straight, no, like no, right no. through the email no. app on the phone? No, no, not at all. Okay. We our phones, we use our phones as flashlights and and <laughs> phones and texting <laughs> and, and, and cameras. And take pictures, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, all the things they're made for. Correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if someone asks me what what app do you use the most, sometimes I have to say flashlight. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm crawling down in crawl spaces and stuff. I do the one with a little green phone on it a lot, <laughs> you know. So, well, um, gosh. Well, uh, think about that. We will. We will think about that. And, um, and, and, and Louie, yeah. you have my email address. So oh, I absolutely do. Yes, I do. I have a whole collection of great, great content from you. Oh, thank so. you very much. <laughs> so. We won't go into that because that's not what this show is for. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> it might violate several of the rules of public radio. So, uh. well, or, or <laughs> of Katie and Kay, who uh, that I've been proud to be associated with on and off since 1984. So. Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, um, yeah, let me ponder that, and then uh, why don't you hit us back in a couple of weeks and go, okay, what you got, man? I will do that. So, all right. All right, guys. Have, have a, a great, great couple of weeks, rest Craig. Of the show. Take care, Thank man. Thank you. See you guys. Bye-bye. Man, those Googles got us by the short hairs, don't they? Yeah, they do. But I wonder why he's getting that message. I mean, what, what do you think? Right, because, well, I wonder if he's doing the... Like trying to put the image in line as opposed to doing it as an attachment. Oh, okay. Because the the, the uh, is there a limit on in inline image size? I thought it was treated just like any other. I thought it was too, but I I'm not positive yeah. of that. I'd have to go read the exact uh-huh. rules. Got it. Because most people send it as an attachment as opposed to doing an inline image. Uh-huh. Got it. Well, um, so let's see. I I did pull up um, some of the alternatives. Um, just, you know, kind of like getting a punch on this. Oh, Flickr. Boy, I haven't heard that name for a while. No. Mm. I'll have to I'll have to learn more about that in the next week. I've been in Flickr for a long time. Um, let's see. iDrive is uh, advertising themselves as a uh um as an option for that type of thing. But yeah, you know, you could use Dropbox for that too. I mean, I've used Dropbox for that. It's, it's right. You easy. could use one of the file uh-huh. sharing programs, uh-huh. and, and yeah, most of them have a, a, a at least mm-hmm. a, a basic uh, image gallery system mm-hmm. built into them. Yeah. Do you use Dropbox, Matt? Uh, no, I've built something around Wasabi. Okay, got it. So, like command line tools, like spicy tuna roll. No, there's a well. There's a whole bunch of uh, obviously cloud storage companies, uh-huh. um, and so I looked for one that was uh, AWS S3 compliant. So that's uh, Amazon Web Services, and then mm-hmm. S3 camera would store. Anyway, that's their storage platform, and that's been basically open sourced. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can actually set up your own S3 server, and you can store stuff using that interface uh, tool. And so there's a, a a command line tool called Rclone that I use uh, that allows me to either uh, like on my laptop, I have it set up so I can mount uh, a Wasabi bucket, which is the same as an AWS S3. It's just a different company. Okay. Uh, and so I can mount that bucket to my laptop and interface with those files like I would uh, any, any other file on the mm-hmm. computer. It's just limited by the speed of the Internet connection. Yeah. Do you find it interesting how such a low-tech piece of equipment as a bucket is like the, the name's been co-opted and applied to these like super high-tech 
right. the storage, like, this, the storage arrays that it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's like, whatever it is, it's like, the chances of losing a file in the system is like, uh, or is less than 99.9999997%. Uh-huh. So there's that point yeah. zero 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 three percent chance of any given year that you'll yeah. lose any data at all. Got it. Okay. Well, I'll spare you. I, I won't offer my rendition of there's a hole in the bucket, dear Georgie. There, because, there yeah. is. It, yeah. I mean, once you start storing terabytes and terabytes, you know, mm-hmm. millions and billions of yeah. files, that actually The bucket starts a, overflowing. The bucket. what happens, you know. Well, like, don't, don't tip the bucket, you know. You can store uh, petabytes with, with these people as long as you're willing uh-huh. to pay the, the monthly fee, uh-huh. which is, I think, $7 a terabyte or something. Got it. Okay. So. All right. Well, yeah, it is interesting that they are. Uh, well, you know, of course, I, I immediately went to, to uh, skin his problem as a uh, alternatives to Google Photos, um, and they're basically saying Flickr and iDrive, and but those are all cloud-based, you know, options. And really, I mean, what what Craig was trying to do is trying to attach, um, you know, t- attach an image and just get it the heck out of here, get it get it out to whoever it is you're sending it to. So, we will work on that one. And um, let's see what else is bubbling out there. We were talking about a little bit uh, that uh, Meta, which is the parent company of Facebook, um, has now uh, come out with their own um, chatbot. And um, let's see here. And, right, and Did it's having the right? same, and it's having the same problems as some of the previous uh, attempts, where uh, it gets subverted by. Uh, Either far left or far right ideologies. Yeah, it's it's basically gone to school on the the internet at large, and it has not learned good things. Right. So, yeah, because they always they yeah. always it's interesting how a an AI always goes, you know, because I've ne- we haven't heard of one that you know kind of is is reasoned and and uh, you know kind of like middle of the road uh-huh. uh, kind of ideology mm-hmm. where the chatbot really goes, you know, far right, far left. Uh-huh. Uh, when when it's doing its research and deciding what how it wants to respond to a given question and uh-huh. you know going through that neural network and how it always goes to the extremes not the the center which is really interesting mm-hmm. I, although the center I think is much more complicated to get to reasoning wise oh yeah then yeah then there's a the, way the a lot more critical thinking that has to go on to get to the center it's in, in my opinion you know, it's I, yeah like I would agree really, with that you got to really be willing to put everything on both sides of the fence under the microscope and, and say, just go okay these these wackadoodles over here they're wackadoodles and these wackadoodles over here are wackadoodles what and, and what's know, the kernel so. of truth in in all of it yeah, yeah exactly so i i do think it's cute though because the the uh the ai the the chatbot is uh, his name is blenderbot3 and he identifies as alive and human in quotes um he is fond of anime and has an asian wife so so the internet in a nutshell i guess the question is <laughs> was it an asian mail order wife and did he buy it with <laughs> cryptocurrency? <laughs> that is the question. Yeah. And, and, then, and, and what happens if you buy a mail-order bride with cryptocurrency and then the cryptocurrency crashes? Did the value of your mail-order bride just tank? No, because you've, exchang- <laughs> you've already exchanged the, yeah. uh, uh, the fiat currency. There you go. Yeah. So the transaction's already happened. Yeah. The- we'll just call that a win. It's, yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, but what about the opinion on Facebook? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, the uh, couple of uh, little nuggets that the uh, um, the AI 
the AI asserts that um, the current president of the United States is Donald Trump and that there were a number of ex- extremely fishy things in the election that need to be looked at. And he also leveled a very um, solid criticism of Facebook. So <laughs> talk about biting the hand that, <laughs> that created you. Yeah, that built you. Yes. Exactly. So the, the, the hand that programmed you. So uh, we got a few minutes left. Um, 970-963-2976. Um, and that 970 call. is required now. It is required. So no cheating. No cheating. So heaven knows who you'll get. You know, you probably get BlenderBot 3 if you leave out the area code. Right. So he'll fill you with fun information. Uh, let's see. Um some other things that are going on here. Have you uh, got to play with the newer Mac Pros yet, like 2021, 2022? I have not. Okay. Yeah. So I set up one of those for a client, and I was just uh, very – I uh, was very interested in the design choices that Apple made for the charger. Okay. So as they've – so they switched to USB-C uh, for a while. So okay. you have a, a charger with USB-C. And then that would go to USB-C, or we could also call it Thunderbolt, since they're the same connector, Mm -hmm. uh, Thunderbolt 3 or 4. But basically what Apple has done is you now have a uh, Thunderbolt 4 USB-C-style connector on the charging brick, Mm -hmm. and then that goes to a MagSafe 3 connector on the computer on the latest machines. Okay. So I was just like... We're back to MagSafe 3. Back to MagSafe three. And you know, if you got the patent, you might as well use it. Right, know? and and I like I like MagSafe for a, a number of reasons. It, uh-huh. does, it 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 works well, especially if you have in a situation where somebody picks up their laptop and walks away with it. Yeah, I mean MagSafe three. Is, oh no, the, the, the people cl- getting clotheslined on the on the charging cord. <laughs> yeah, that's that's to me the number one place because the you, with PCs you see it all the time. If the cord gets hit the wrong way. Not only does the the charging jack get jacked up, but the, a lot of times the, the PC ends up on the floor. You right. Know? I mean, it'll pull it right on the floor. Yeah. So uh, or the or the charging stuff. cable or yeah. device gets damaged. So, so you know, I learned something. Did you know that there's a difference between USB C and Thunderbolt? In other words, if you're trying to use, if you're trying to like do target mode between uh, uh, a couple of Macs, and um, the you're connected to the um, firewire port on the other end, it won't work to USB-C unless you have the right adapter to convert it over to a firewire, if I'm not mistaken. Well, do, it, well it's, wouldn't you have to go... Well, I guess it depends on what the two Macs are, because you, cause you mm-hmm. have to, it's going into Thunderbolt target mode, I'm assuming. And so you need to make sure that everything between the two Macs is Thunderbolt compatible. Yep. If you have a hub or anything. Okay. Would, would that make sense? And I need to revisit my my uh, my data actually because I was going I was getting Thunderbolt and I have FireWire a- confused. And I mean, te- I mean, what are the similarities? I we don't have time to go into that, but <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> next week, next time. Sorry. But yeah, there's m- multiple versions, multiple connectors, and we have to, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you have the right adapter so you go from Thunderbolt three to Thunderbolt two or something like that. So it's mm-hmm. all so the but the I think the process between all those has to be Thunderbolt. I don't think you can mm-hmm. have a a USB C device in the yeah. middle of that because it won't know how to talk that language. Yeah. It's ba- basically Thunderbolt is uh, PCIe. Uh, extended through that cable. Got it. Where US, uh, USB-C is uh, 
is a, a different language. It's modulated mm-hmm. uh, to be USB-C language, basically, yeah. as opposed to just being PCIe through a cable. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to need to do a little more research on my end. It's it's funny to me, though, how we're so so many years down the road and, and connecting a couple of PC, a couple of Macs has become far more complicated than it was five years ago. Right. Um, because it used to be you just get a cable that was, uh, yeah. you know, FireWire. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a 600 on one end and 800 on the other or right. whatever. Yeah, 400 yeah. and 800. As yeah. long as you have a cable yeah. that connected yeah. it, you're good. Yeah. But now it's like... I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen a FireWire 800 to Thunderbolt 2 adapter. Hmm. Have you ever seen one of those? I don't think I have. I'll keep my eye out. I might have one. Okay. So, I've knows? never. I've never seen one. I know I have a, a Thunderbolt 3 to Thunderbolt 2 adapter. Hmm. Okay. Wow. I'm glazing over, and I'm. Yeah. A, I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but like you said, it's it's there's all this complicated you know i just did one wirelessly today uh-huh. i just took a macbook air to a macbook pro it created a peer-to-peer network and transferred at 150 megabits per second over did the it? wi-fi connection okay i mean the last time i tried to do it to, uh, one of those migrations over over wi-fi it was like hours took forever yeah like six, days like days so yeah well it looks like everybody has wasted another perfectly good 25 minutes of their lives listening to geek speak all right You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer from Roaring Fork Help Desk. Oh, the 5th. I guess we might be back on the 19th, Labor Day. Oh, okay. So, all right. We will see you, we'll see in, you in a month. We'll see you in September. Wow, okay. Yeah, in the meantime, do not touch your knob. Thanks for listening to KDNK.